Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and first, just a quick reminder that this is the last chance to sign up for the upcoming virtual retreat, December 4th through 6th, 2020. I'd love to have you there. This is an opportunity to work more closely and really put these teachings into practice. So if you've never been on a retreat before, or you're looking to go on another one and go deeper, this would be a great opportunity, and I'd love to have you there. You can learn more about it at coreymascara.com forward slash retreat. Okay, now, on to today's episode, we're going to talk about giving yourself the space to dream. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so let's talk about dreaming. And I'm not talking about the dreaming that you do while you're sleeping. I'm talking about the dreaming that you do while you're waking. When was the last time you gave yourself the space to do intentional dreaming about your life, about your future, about what your, your world, your relationship, your business, your personal life could look like in a year, five years, or ten years? And I'm not talking about just unconscious daydreaming, which has its value. I'm talking more about very intentional, dedicated periods of time where you think about your life and what you're excited about. And you imagine something that is not yet here, but you're compelled to bring into existence. Why is this important? Well, to start... It's one of the few things that really distinguishes us as human beings from most, if not all, other animals. It's this capacity to imagine a reality that is not currently here. A lot of times we're familiar with the part of our brain that does that, that creates more distress. We think about what could happen a few days from now or years from now, and it creates a feeling of stress, anxiety in the present moment when we're thinking about something negative or catastrophizing. But the same mechanism of mind allows us to think about something positive, allows us to think about getting out of a potentially difficult situation, allows us to think about creating this life that we're really inspired by, or feeling a certain way more consistently, more inner freedom, more inner peace. And it could also look like things related to your your career. I mean, I, I remember when I first started getting into mindfulness and meditation, I was really compelled by it personally. And there were these these feelings, these imaginings of a future life where I was more grounded, where I was more calm, like the person I would be in relationships with my family, with a a partner, or even just what it would be like to go through my entire life with, with more presence, more attunement. And then I also thought about it, you know, in the professional domain, what would it be like to be able to teach this? You know, I had, I had no path for it at the time. I, I didn't know 
what it could look like. I just knew, wow, this is something I want to do more of in my life. And I would imagine what would it be like to be someone that can think about these things regularly, that could read about this, that could run retreats, that could run workshops, maybe even write a book one day. Again, no clear path for for what that could look like. This was just the imagining mind. But the imagining mind informed the, the work and the energy I directed into the present moment. And a lot of times when we're getting into the work of mindfulness, of, of presence, there, there's often something compelling about it because it feels like, oh, I'm, I'm going to step out of my thoughts, all these thoughts that are creating tension and stress and worry. I'm just going to be in the present moment and not get so caught up in the future, not get so caught up in the past. And yes, this is a powerful capacity. But remember, mindfulness is not just about being in the present moment. That, that's not the end point. It's about bringing our attention to the present moment to understand better how the mind works and how to use it more skillfully and to have the ability to, yes, just focus on what is here and also be able to think more consciously, more intentionally about the future rather than future thinking just taking over without us asking it to and you know whipping us around like a tornado especially when it gets negative and so the the ability to think about the future is not in opposition to the practice of being in the present moment or we could say more specifically the practice of mindfulness of awareness of waking up any monk who lives in a monastery and endeavors seriously to uh, enlightenment I mean, they first have to be compelled by what that would look like or why they would want that. And imagine, oh man, what, what would it be like to have a mind that is that free, that is no longer uh, trapped in its own suffering and torment? That's a form of imagining, a, a future moment. But it's that that directs our energy in the present moment. And I think as we go through life and we go through the motions and you know, we, we get into our relationship, we get into our job, we get into the rhythm of how the day unfolds. We lose some of this childlike imagining that we have at certain points in our life, you know, in, in very early childhood and maybe throughout adolescence, we might have a lot of it because we no longer, or we don't yet have the parameters of our life. We don't yet have a routine. It's just, wow, you know, a lot could happen. What would my life look like? And we do this dreaming, usually unconsciously. And then maybe other periods, like when we're in, in college, if we go to college or you know, at the end of high school, or just you know at the end of our teenage years when we're looking to go into the workforce, we might think and, and dream again of like, oh, what do I want to do? What do I want my life to look like? But then once we get into a routine and time goes on, we don't really make much space for dreaming. It doesn't seem as relevant. And I think this is really important to to check ourselves on. And you can do this reflection for yourself right now. Because if we do fall into that pattern where we're not dreaming, we're not imagining our future, we're not creating something that we're uh, excited by that's pulling us to direct our energy in a particular way in the present moment, then things can get stale. And we can even get into a, a helpless response, this feeling of not really having much control over our life. You know, this is just our lane. 
going through the motions, life is happening to me rather than me doing much to, to influence how it's going to unfold. And the extreme version of that, that helplessness, does lead to anxiety and depression. And the dreaming mind, imagining a future, and then feeling like you have some of the resources to move toward that future, that activates hope in the brain. And that hope, or just a sense of control, is the thing that overrides that helpless response. And it is responsible for a lot of energy and positive emotion and enthusiasm toward life. So it's not just a nice thing that we can do to think about a future that we're excited about that helps us you know, build something or create a relationship, a business, whatever it might be. This is something that directly impacts our mental health and how we feel in the moment. Now, you might be someone that's hearing this and going, you know what, Corey, like, I'm not really interested in the future thinking. I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to live my life one moment at a time. I like the idea of, of just being present, trying to live this moment as fully as possible. And I don't care so much about you know, building something or imagining or dreaming about something great. Yes, and I would still argue you have a subconscious idea of the life you're trying to live into because it's described right there in everything that I just said. And, and the reason I'm reflecting this is because I hear it a lot from people when I talk about future thinking in this way. And their idea of the future is a life where they can more deeply live in the present moment, where they don't have to be so consumed with whatever it is that they're trying to grow. They're not as attached to a, a sense of uh, progress or needing to create something big or for life to be grandiose. It's just like, no, I'm, I'm inspired by the simplicity. At this stage of my life, that's really what's compelling me. Well, that is a vision you have for yourself in the future. It's an idea of an inspiring life that is informing how you want to live in the present moment. So my invitation to you today, if this feels compelling, is to carve out some time in your day, a few minutes, three, five minutes, where you just do some intentional dreaming. And maybe you journal, or maybe you uh, record it into a, a voice memo on your phone, or maybe you just close your eyes and, and think and imagine about your life, about your relationship, your work, your community, our world, our environment, uh, your inner landscape, your emotions, your thoughts, and just what, what would a certain life look like? What would a, a future moment look like, or what could it look like? in a way that's really inspiring to you. Even if you don't see a path for it, just create something. Let your mind be boundless. And this is what kids do so well. And this is how creativity really shifts the course of our world. Like radical ideas that started in imagination, we slowly find a path to bring them into, into life. And so if that happens, great. But the very act of imagining, of, of thinking about the future, of creating something, of dreaming is a radically human act. And I do argue that it's very important for how we experience our life in the present moment. So it's something to try out. See how it, it works for you. See how it resonates. And as always, just add it to your toolkit of practicing human. Thanks so much for your practice. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 
And until next time, as always, take care. Hey, before you go, just a reminder, if you would like some free follow-up resources like guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, you could text your email address to this number, plus one, six, three, one, three, three, seven, eight, two, nine, eight. And that will send you an automated email to your inbox with all of these download links for sleep meditations, guided meditations, and a seven-page mindfulness starter kit. So a great way to get some supplemental resources on your practicing human journey. Again, text your email address to plus one, six, three, one, three, three, seven, eight, two, nine, eight. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon and take care.